rushing two on a delay clock is going to be out of time and the pass is going to be underthrown it's incomplete it's incomplete everyone everyone who claims the Chiefs kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons the Lombardi trophy has a red and gold reflection a big red reflection the Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. That's how it ended last night in the desert. TJ, we really, I can't we can't say anything. A great call by Mitch Holtis. Listen, if OU wins a national championship, God knows what I'll do. I may strip down to my boxer shorts and go crowd surfing while I'm on the microphone. I have no idea you how I'll react. You would never do so. that. I have no idea. I don't know what will overcome me in that moment. It'll be so glorious. So, uh, great game last night. A little bit of a fizzled finish, but Chiefs are the Super Bowl champs. We got a special guest now, our buddy Newt Mitchell over at Mitchell's Jewelry. It is Valentine's Eve, and that means you guys should be going to Mitchell's today. Uh, I think he's got Kim Petit with him as well from uh, Belgium. Good morning, guys. How are we? How are we doing? Good morning. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Newt. Newt, did you like that game last night? It was a really great game. Really, really good. I mean, either team could have won it. It just, uh, it was a great. I mean, uh, Kansas City's got a great coach and probably the best player in the league, and and that was kind of the difference. I do like Andy Reid. I have always I thought Andy Reid was kind of lovable. Kim, what do you think about American football? I do not understand a single thing, but I loved Rihanna, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the right I answer, probably. Bring yeah. the did, you, did you guys eat at uh, Newt's house last night, Kim? I'm sorry? What, what did you guys have for the Super Bowl? What kind of food did you guys have? Yeah, we had everybody here from the store. So we had a big crowd. And then Gina made the best chicken wings I've ever had. And then a lot of Mexican food and some drinks. It was a lot of fun. The team at Mitchell. Gina made her own wings last night, Teach. That's how it's done. Just stop. (laughs) Very good. Okay, Newt, 
Uh, Kim, what do we got going on for Valentine's that people need to know about at Mitchell's Jewelry? Well, we got Kim over here, and we're you know going to have another Antwerp event with her here, and uh, we're having people come in and uh, buy diamonds, and one person's going to get their diamond free. Um, this is about 68, number 68, that it'll be the 68th person to win. They just got to buy it between now and Valentine's Day, and and they'll go into a drawing, and one person will get it free. And plus, we got all sorts of other uh, specials going on for Valentine's, even if you're not looking for a diamond or or just wanting a Valentine's gift. So, if they buy something today or tomorrow, or if they have in the in the recent past here, then end of day tomorrow, you're going to draw for the winner. Yes, sir. And somebody's getting a free diamond. What are some of the other specials uh, that you guys got going on, Kim? If uh, what, what are some of the other things going on for Valentine's Day? Yeah, we've we've got uh, um, a select group of diamond earrings that are fifty percent off for this uh, uh, Valentine's event. Um, people come in and they can uh, uh, pick out a pair of diamond earrings and stuff. Also, uh, we've got a select pieces of jewelry that are twenty percent off just for Valentine's too. And they can come in and, and get something that's, you know, free gift wrapping, and uh, we'll do whatever needs to be done, but we make it happen. And, Kim, if somebody comes in and is looking for that special diamond, how would you help them? Well, first of all, we kind of have to figure out what kind of shape they like, because I'm doing all kinds of shapes. Of course, a lot of rounds, because it's a classic one, and also different sizes. So there is something for everybody, for earrings, for pendants, for a solitaire ring, or like any other style, and then a lot of fancy shapes also, like cushions and printed cuts. And the nice thing is people can go through this process all with us together, but they, they see the loose diamonds. They, I explain them about color and clarity. They're actually hand-selecting their diamond themselves, which is it's a, it's a cool deal. They get a consultation with Kim straight from uh belgium where she's brought the diamonds with her and you've got the best in the business working with you there they're going to walk they you through the process diamonds. what was that kim they get like a speed course about diamonds we That's really right. really them. it's really it's really important it's, it's uh, an important purchase you get educated up on this very that's right this very important purchase that you're going to make and you're going to you're going to buy it from the great folks locally at Mitchell's Jewelry here, and you might get it free because somebody is going to win a free diamond come close of business uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, Newt, Kim, always great talking to you. Thank you very much. Enjoy the Valentine's holiday. You too, buddy. Thanks for the call. See you guys. There you go. Mitchell's Jewelry on Main Street. That's where it's at, folks. Stop by and see them today or tomorrow. Pick out a diamond. Doesn't have to be a ring. It can be earrings or a bracelet or whatever the case may be. And you go right into the drawing. You might get it for free. All right, Teach, let's read the news. And the news. Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't know. Sorry, I thought you were doing that next segment. How long just... <laughs> have I been teasing? We're about to read the news. Well, we had Kim, and uh, I thought you were doing it next segment. I'm sorry. I, I was right, loading it go. for next segment. I don't have a lot of news today, so that's fine. Here we go. Super Bowl commercials last night, Teach. What'd you think? Um, overall, not the best batch of commercials. There were some good ones that I enjoyed. 
Um, I really like the Breaking Bad commercial. That one cracked me up mm-hmm. when they give Tuco the chips and he's like, tight, tight, tight. Uh, <laughs> he wants seven flavors, not six flavors. He wants yep. seven. Um, uh, good, good pops or something like that. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know what the chips were to be honest or remember what they are. Now there were some really bad commercials. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other good ones. The I dog, the me. dog growing up as a puppy, then getting old, and the, the girl yeah. taking care of him his whole life. That one was a a good one that tugged at the heartstrings. Tugged so. at your heartstrings. Yeah. Um, it seemed to me like the obviously the crypto companies took a step back this year. <laughs> yes, and way fewer. Beer ads than normal. Well, and the one like, beer ad was confusing. That was for Blue Moon that looked like a Miller Lite, Coors Light fighting against each other. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. I have, according to USA Today's ad meter, the top 10 commercials last night. Number 10, Workday Rockstar. I, thought that I believe one was this was in the dumb. second half. Yeah, Ozzy was in that. And Number uh, nine, Disney 100 Special Look. Uh, number eight, be childlike. He gets us. Um, I don't remember that one either. Well, I don't remember number that seven, one. T-Mobile Neighborly. This is uh, the, toward the end. John Travolta. Oh yeah, sang I enjoyed that one. Gre- was it Greece? Uh, yeah, he sings a parody of "Summer Lovin'" from Greece. Yeah. Number six, uh, Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. This was the one with, uh, oh, what's his name? Miles from, Teller. Uh, yeah, Miles Teller and his wife, I assume. Dancing to Maybe the hold music. Maybe it's just an actress. Yes. Dancing to the hold music. That one was pretty good. I liked that. Number five, here's yours. Pop Corners. That's what they're called. Breaking Good. We got Walter White uh, and uh, 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 Jesse. Oh, Jesse back together again. That's right. For a something called Pop Corners. Is that a real thing? I kept waiting it's, for the like the real thing to like this is really a Doritos commercial. No, it's Popcorners, and the texter here on the text line says the white cheddar is the goat. I've never even seen them in the store. I, if I have, I've walked right past them and didn't even look at them. So I, I would assume they're fairly new. Number four, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I did like Ben that Affleck one. and J Lo. Like that, that was one. early. Yeah, that was that funny. Was you don't know who I am? No, I don't know. Who you are. All right, drive through, please. Number three is Amazon Saving Sawyer. This is the one with the dog that's being bad. And so they order a crate. Oh, yes. That one was pretty good. Yeah. And at the end, another little puppy runs out of the crate. You think they're getting a crate for the bad dog. Yes. Yes. Number two is the NFL spot with the girl playing flag football and they can't catch her flag. Mm-hmm. She's running away from everybody. Right. That was clever. That, that, was, that took a lot. There was a lot of people in that commercial. And the number one dog, you, or the number one commercial, you've mentioned it, the farmer's dog. The farmer's dog spent some money. They had at least two spots last night at seven mil a pop. I have four dogs. I don't pay close enough attention to the dog brands out there. So I guess the farmer's dog is one I need to be looking for. I don't know. But uh, farmer's dog took home the number one commercial, according to the USA no Today. No offense to farmer's dog. My dog can't eat it. He is uh, prescribed food, unfortunately, and oh, it's boy. very expensive. So I cannot, I cannot buy your there. product. <laughs> uh, Dateline Auburn, a Auburn student, won a car in a long putt contest at the Alabama game on Saturday. During a timeout in the second half against number three Alabama, sophomore Craig Noyes, made a full-court 94-foot putt 
to win a new car uh, from a local Toyota dealership. How about that? That's a putt right there. 20-year-old. Nice. He uh, does not play golf. It was so loud when I stepped up to the ball. Once I hit it, I completely zoned out. I couldn't hear anyone. It wasn't until the announcer put a hand on my shoulder and said I'd won a car that I believed it. Honestly, my main goal was just not to whiff or shake it into the uh, shank it into the bench. How about that? He's a, he's got him a brand new car. Um, did you hear about the story at New Mexico State? New Mexico State mm-hmm. has canceled the rest of its basketball season. After reviewing a police report that cited three players for false imprisonment, harassment, and counts of criminal sexual contact against a teammate. Oh, geez. This is hazing. Yeah, all I saw was the hazing thing. I did not see details. Goodness gracious. This is the same program that had a murder earlier this year. Um, Let's see. Three months ago, New Mexico State forward Mike Peake shot and killed a New Mexico student in what police called self-defense. Remember, that happened back at the beginning of the season, and then there was a coach under investigation for covering something up in that whole thing. Now this hazing incident has happened. They feel like the coaches knew about it and covered it up, and so they have just said, we're done, and they have shut down the season. Mm. It's got some uh, terrible, man. It's got some uh, little. It doesn't. It reminds me of the whole kind of Baylor, Baylor situation. situation yeah. Back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And finally, did you hear about the Texas Kentucky softball game yesterday? So yeah, I read some stuff about it, but like, like reading about it, I'm sure it was maddening watching it play out. If you were watching it with uh, White stalling and doing all the things that he was doing, like. Just to cause it to go back to the previous inning, that that had to have been just frustrating to see play Here's out. Here's what happened if you haven't heard, according to reports out there. Kentucky and Texas were playing softball in Florida at that, uh, what is that tournament that they have there in Florida early in the season? Clearwater? OU's played in it before. Clearwater, Florida. There was a 3.30 Eastern time drop-dead for travel for both teams this happens frequently on sundays in baseball and softball where a team's got to catch a flight and before the game's established you set a time limit uh when we're in west virginia tj this happens hopefully you never get near that time limit but sometimes you go extra innings and you do and both teams agree before the game starts uh in this case 330 no matter what's going on the game is over now, usually in baseball, they say no inning can start after 3 o'clock or whatever. But in this case, they, they, they determined 3.30 was the drop-dead time. Mm-hmm. Well, they go extras. And in the top of the eighth inning, Kentucky scores three runs to take a 7-4 to four lead. With At 3.22 is when they start the bottom of the eighth inning. Quickly, Texas gets two outs. And then their third batter of the inning, I guess somebody got on board. And then they were in an 0-2 count with one minute to go until the cutoff time. 
Two outs, 0-2 count. And Mike White at Texas, the head coach, begins to stall. He puts in a pinch runner. I don't know what all he did, but he stalls so I that thought they can't. He, I thought he started the stall in the top half, too, as they were scoring the runs. He switched the pitchers like several times and kept flipping people in the field. Maybe so. And kept running clock, getting it close to that time limit. So I think he started it in the top half of the inning, even though they were scoring runs. I think he switched the pitchers several times and did some crazy things to stall out. Even, anyway, yeah. with two outs and an 0-2 count, down 7-4, to four, it <laughs> turned out. 3-30. Time. And the rule, the rule is that you have to go back to what the score was at the beginning of the inning, so the game ends in a 4-4 tie. What a scumbag move. Smart, but a scumbag move. I mean, I'm hesitant to use the word smart. I would say lack of sportsmanship is what comes to mind. For sure. Me. Like, I mean, it got him the, the tie rather than the loss, so... Just do the right thing. Is it worth it at the expense of everybody in the country talking about this today and all these sports yeah. radio shows? Well, this and all is the same guy that was, that flips people off, and yeah. no, I mean he doesn't really care about anything. You, you, I mean, the right thing to do is even in that circumstance, if it all happened legitimately without you trying to slow play it, is to go shake hands and say, and you know what, you won the game. They won the game. And from everything I've read, they won the game. They scored the runs in the top half of the inning. They shut you down in the bottom half. They were a strike away. They had won the game. The girls had done what they were supposed to do to win that game on Kentucky's side. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the news for this Monday, February 13th. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show on the Ref. Always powered across the state on the network by Brown O'Haver. This hour brought to you by RK Black. Been in business since 1952, helping you with your office technology solutions, document management, so much more. Copiers, fax, printers, scanners. Call RK Black for your office needs. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Dang, here we go. Go ahead. Air Comfort Solutions text line. It's called gamesmanship. Not a good look. Uh, No, it was not a good look. That's being kind. Yeah. Uh, I... Biggest, I don't see Patty doing something like that. Biggest argument in our house was Rihanna lip-syncing. Wife and I say yes, daughter says no. No, she definitely was. I mean, they all do during that Super Bowl oh, show for yeah, the most no, part. I think, I think everybody does. I think, I think they've put it to. out before that they have to for that Super yeah. Bowl show for different reasons. Um, so she definitely was. There's no doubt about it. Um, right. So daughter's wrong. You tell her she's wrong. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, you ha- you're one battery going out away from you know battery goes out in a mic or you get some interference in that stadium or whatever and then you're like well crap there goes the whole super bowl show so i'm fine with them lip syncing it i don't i it doesn't make me think they can't sing it's just like this is a show going on here there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of tv signals radio signals satellites all kinds of stuff in the air uh it's just the safest way to do it so there's a lot of those artists that um, 
lip sync during their concerts because their sure. choreography, they're dancing so much. There's no way for breath. them to sing. Yeah, so they lip sync during concerts as well. So yeah, uh, half of Chiefs fans. Poor Millie Vanilli. They went down for it. <laughs> <laughs> Half of the Chiefs fan base has a plethora of old New England jerseys at the back of their closet. I, thank you, Sugar Shane. I used that word uh, this weekend on Twitter. Uh, in did, what was to, that for? Uh, it's a yeah, Three Amigos uh, reference. Uh, I well, I know, but what brought it up? Um, because I, I introduced Bronx to Three Amigos Friday night, to which it did oh. not hit with him the way it did 12-year-old TJ. He yeah. said, look at the background of that desert. It's so fake. <laughs> this movie is stupid. And I said, you're talking about Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. They're comic geniuses. What are you talking about? And he said, I've never heard of any of them. This movie's terrible. So we fought over three amigos. That's why I'm... I just feel like every <laughs> night at your house at some point ends up with you and Bronx yelling at each other over something. We debate a lot. We debate a lot. Oh, I was laughing during that movie, and he'd look over at me, and he goes, that wasn't that funny. I go, it's a singing bush, dude. The bush is singing. What's not funny about that? (laughs) I have seen Three Amigos, but... (laughs) Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? Shep is now unbearable, is what this texture says. I dipped in last night. In the middle of the game, I was like, I wonder how Shep's doing. So I dipped into his timeline real fast, and there was it was just, I don't know how he does it. It's just, I, I have never in my life seen an individual so dramatically different on Twitter than they are in person. <laughs> the whole the whole pic of he, him smoking the cigar last night. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like a rapper. He's like a he's like he's a part of um. What was the, what was the rap group TJ that was uh, bleep the police or whatever? Uh, what NWA. It's like he's a member of NWA <laughs> in on Twitter. <laughs> His language is awful. He's smoking cigars. He's like fighting the world. <laughs> And in person, he's just like meek, mild, super nice. I'm like, are you the same? Is somebody running your Twitter account? I need to sit there and watch him actually tweet to believe they're the same person. It makes no sense. Who is the real person? Is he a fake in real life, or is that who he really is on Twitter? I mean, which is it? I mean, there's somewhere in between. Something overtakes his body in the middle of games that he cares about. And he just becomes a monster, man, on Twitter. I got to talk to his wife about this. Well, I got to know what he's like in the middle of the game. She has to leave the house, right? I mean, there's no way she stays. I would assume so. It sounds safe. Goes and locks herself in a room somewhere with a bar across the door. Like I'm not. I'm not even going in there. Coming near him. So. Uh, this texter says, I get what you're saying, but if you don't want that holding call, you need to change the rules, not complain about the refs calling the penalty per the rules of the NFL. Are Obviously. they talking to us? Obviously. Are they listening to our show? Obviously, that was sent in by an official. They, they're offended that we would question them throwing the flag there in that situation. Like, what have we even said that keeps this person tweeting us about the holding oh, this call? This is different people, by the way. I don't oh. think that was the same person. I will repeat. It was a good call. He tugged on the guy's jersey. The holding call was accurate. 
it would have just been more fun for all of us who aren't Chiefs fans if it wouldn't have been called. Now, here comes a flood of tweets that it was the right call again, Teach. Jeez. Chiefs fans, enjoy your Super Bowl. You won. You got the call. You kicked the field goal. We had a boring finish. You got a Super Bowl. Enjoy it. Don't expect everybody in the world to enjoy it when your team wins. That's one thing you got to learn, Teach. That's one thing I got to learn. Someday when OU wins a championship, not everybody's going to be happy for us. Because everybody who didn't win a championship doesn't like it when you win a championship. So, Chiefs fans, congratulations. You're on an amazing run right now. You've won two of the last four. In addition to that, the Royals won recently. Kansas won last year. If you live in that area, things are great right now. So, good on you. Have a parade. Eat some barbecue. Enjoy the fact you got the call there. You got Pat Mahomes. You got Andy Reid. You got Travis Kelsey. Congratulations. You fought for your right to party. So go party. Leave us alone. Right. It would have just been more fun if that call wasn't made. Or he didn't hold. (laughs) Or he didn't hold, yes. Uh, Since OU's lofty goals of trying to get to the NIT are over, do we still have a chance to be invited to the CBI? I don't know. Next question. Best name for the kids' teams uh, right now, the Emojis, is what this person says. Is that your kids' uh, baseball team, the Emojis? Hmm. They should have, like, uh, Velcro patches that they can change in and out for how they're feeling throughout the course of the game, like happy (laughs) emoji face, uh, angry emoji (laughs) face. Somebody commits an error, the coach runs an angry emoji out to him real fast. (laughs) Determined emoji face going to the plate. After every pitch, you've got to change your emoji. (laughs) That's right. Um, It took away what could have been an epic ending. Instead, the ending was a dud, is what this text is. That's what we've been saying. Thank you. That's all we're saying. We're not, nobody's, (laughs) somebody is. Uh, We're not on this show saying it was a bad call. We're just saying we were set up for a really fun finish to that game and maybe overtime. And instead, we got taken a knee and kicking a field goal at the end. It just fizzled. That's all. It fizzled to the point like the pa- the last pass even was like Meep. I'm like what was that, what was that? <laughs> like it was like a line drive just dump. I'm like did oh, it get man. tipped I don't know if it got tipped or it slipped out of his hand but I it just wasn't clean whatever it was <laughs> his plant foot slipped on the turf <laughs> it when he probably threw it. was that yeah <laughs> all right let's take a break I do want to play this Jeff Levy audio when we come back real fast and uh, Porter Moser you did edit it well. right. Um, Might want is to there listen. a curse word in it? Uh, there was a couple, like uh, between uh, the host and uh, Jeff okay. once, so you I'll, might listen to it. I'll double check. No, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Toby and TJ back with you. Monday, February 13, we're brought to you every day by Riverwind. Let's play some audio here. Not a lot of insight here, but Jeff Levy did appear, as far as I know, for the first time since all of the Alabama uh, rumors on uh, the Oklahoma breakdown with um, our guys Gabe Eichert and Teddy Lehman over the weekend and was at least asked the question, here it is, you know where we got to start. You know it's coming. <laughs> a lot of rumors. 
A lot yeah. of rumors about other schools coming after you to be their offensive coordinator. Obviously, the ones that have gotten the most attention are Nick Saban in Alabama coming yeah. after you. Let's do it this way. What would you like to say about any of those rumors? I'd like to say I'm sitting in Norman, Oklahoma, and and uh, sitting right here in the in the middle of the Switzer Center, and you know, living living my dream, man, having the ability to be here at Oklahoma, uh, getting to do what I'm doing every single day, seeing this thing through, uh, means the world to me. So that's uh, that's what I can say about that. All right, there you go, Teach. He's still here and happy to be here and plans to be here. I'm happy about that. You're happy about that? Yeah, I think everybody's happy about that. Well, you know how these things go. There were some people definitely on his case last year who were wanting a new offensive coordinator this season, so I don't know if I'd say everybody. (laughs) Well, good point. Good point. That was the conversation I just had during that commercial break off the air uh, about Porter and... Uh, the uh, caller told me I was wrong when I said, no, he doesn't need to go. Well, you're, you're wrong on this. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, well, let's hear from Porter. After OU's loss to Kansas on Saturday, Porter met with the media. Porter, so you guys had a lead for most of that first half, but you know, they make that big run to end the first half, and that big run in the second half. Just how, how big were those two runs and kind of – Figuring out the game and what you see from your team in those stretches. I thought we came out playing the right way. I thought you know we jumped out to a lead. I thought our defense was really good in the beginning, um, and it's the the, the storyline of the game is the decision making and barrage of turnovers. Um, Twenty four turnovers, five assists. I mean, say no more. To give a team the defending national championship that many turnovers, um, I thought. I thought everything from, like, we were trying to get three-on-two, two-on-ones, two-on-ones. We threw a lob pass, like, almost over the backboard. Just, it was, um, we got down to the paint and uh, refused to kick it. I mean, just, you know, um, just the barrage of the contagiousness of the offense of, of, of turnovers when we got to the paint instead of kicking it, playing off two feet, the fundamental of playing off two feet instead of running. I mean, Kansas has... Uday, K.J. Adams, Jalen Wilson coming down to block a shot. You can't just go off one foot. We've talked about that. Um, so I really feel the, um, the, our offense dictated our defense in the second half, uh, the, in, that, in that run. I thought we regrouped at halftime, came out, tried to punch back, made him call a timeout, cut that thing right back down, um, and then the turnover started again. Um, it went, and then the turnovers turned into the other guys, our guys just standing around. Um, you know, all, when, when the guys weren't kicking it, and that was contagious, when they're not kicking it and the ball's not moving, you know, and we go to the rim, then, then they just then we stood around. Constantly, it was from the sideline. My throat's almost about continue to move, continue to cut, run our offense. And, um, you know, frustration set in with, with the movement of our offense because then it got really stagnant of standing around, um, watching someone just go in there and not kick it. And uh, so... Um, I know we're pouring into some young guys, and you're going to live with some young mistakes uh, with that, um, especially a, a team like that that makes you pay. Um, you know, we missed a shot, we come down, we get backdoored. We missed a shot, we come down, we're supposed to go under a screen, we go over, we hit the screen, Harris goes downhill and throws it up for the lob. Same mistake two times in a row, that lob dunk. All right, you're supposed to go under that, we banged it, five has to step up, they throw the top for lob. Our, you know, just 
it just is it the turnovers dictated our offense. Or Bill Soap's just in here talking about what their goal, making the opposing team play poorly. Was were these turnovers something they did today or, or did it start with, with you guys too? You know what? I thought it started with us. You know, we had a two-on-one, and we just fundamentally threw it. Um, what they made us pay poorly of is, is, and we had to fundamentally, when you drive it, they were just they were flooding it, just waiting to block the shot. And that's when you got to play off two feet, kick it, one more. It. We just kept on doing the same thing, going in, and either taking an off-balance shot or getting it blocked or turning it over. They were they were converging. They were they were that was that they were did a really good job of that converging, getting hits because, and it just, then it just kept on being more converging because we weren't kicking it. No matter how much we talked about it, we started talking about it at halftime. You guys, you guys get to the paint and it converges, you got to kick. And then we weren't kicking, then everyone was just standing around. And, um, you know, they, they, they make you pay for mistakes. You know, Jalen Wilson, uh, McCuller, those guys are veteran guys that make you. Dwan Harris, K.J. Adams had some big blocks. Um, you know, we got, him in, we got him in foul trouble early is what we wanted. And... Uh, couldn't capitalize on that. And I thought we really came out both halves ready to play. Um, and then, then we, then the turnover. I mean, when you have five assists, that, that just, that just shows you you're not kicking the ball. And, uh, and I'm going to continue to address it. You know, I remember, um, I think it was like maybe the second media time out of that game. Oh, you was ahead. I think Kansas was like two of thirteen at that time, or something. Remember how cold they were at the yeah, start? Yeah, both teams were cold, but OU had a man. How much were they up by? It wasn't a lot, but I want to. Didn't they get like a five, six, seven point lead there early on, something like that? Yeah, no, they did. And KJ Adams is in foul trouble. And I said to Kevin and Drake in a commercial break, I said, I said, and I think I said this on Friday. I was like, we're just a bad matchup for them. Like this, the fact that Oklahoma's got Jalen Hill to guard Jalen Wilson, the some teams are just bad matchups for teams. It doesn't mean they're not good. Kansas is great. They could win a national championship again this year. But we played them to the wire in Lawrence. Uh, early lead here. Kansas can't score. Oklahoma's just a bad matchup for them. And then I think they hit 14 of their next 15 shots. And now after the game, you're like, well, that was one of the stupidest <laughs> I things. I think that's I've accurate, too. Life. I do believe that it was like yeah. something like that. Yeah. No, it was 100% accurate. It was 13 of 14 or 14 of 15 <laughs> right. to close the half. They went on an amazing run. So obviously. And it was all was at wrong. the basket. Yeah. It was just simple in well, the paint, at the basket, just boom. It, it Most of it. And then Jalen Wilson said, how about a couple of cherries oh, on that's top? True three, three, yeah, bomb, that's right. bomb. And you're like, golly. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. I just hate to see it. I just, I know everybody does. And uh, it's just, I know they're working hard and it's dissolved. The season is dissolving and it's really hard in situations like this. And I'm, I travel with the team and I don't see any indication of things falling apart. And, you know, I don't see guys, you know, infighting or fighting with coaches or coaches fighting. I don't see any of that kind of stuff. Honestly, I don't. But it's so easy for that kind of stuff to start happening when everybody wants it so badly. They've invested so much. 
And not only are they not finding victory, but they're getting embarrassed. You know? Yeah, no, that's rough. You get you get parents that are mad. You got fans that are mad. You've got players that are mad. You've got coaches that are mad. You've got administrators, I assume, that aren't happy. You got you know everybody in the mix is like is on edge, and it's that's tough. That's really tough. And you're just like, man, if they could win one. They could just get one and get that feeling again, then maybe they could but we maybe pass the point of no return here. I mean, I don't we're getting close if we're not. And so I just feel terrible for him. Eight forty eight in the morning. K State coming up next on Tuesday night. Eight o'clock Valentine's night in the LNC. Hopefully we'll have something special that night. Hopefully the uh Hopefully the Sooners can uh, get a dub on Valentine's. I would love that, TJ. Get it? We'll be back. This OU Coaches interview is brought to you by the Landers Auto Group of Norman. Landers Chevy at I-35 and Ed Noble Parkway and Landers CDJR at 481 North Interstate Drive next to Walmart. It's time for the crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. It's not true. None of that's true. Chris Plank has bailed on us today. Well, 66% of it's true. Yeah, partially. Um, but yeah, Chris so Chris has a giant... late night and gets the morning off the next morning? That's how this works? Chris loves that after Super Bowl show so much that he doesn't fly back with the softball team, stays in L.A. on his own, does the after softball, or after softball, after Super Bowl show, and then flies back on his own at some point today, uh, leaving Josh with the show today, which Josh will be fine with as a Chiefs fan. Josh, yeah, sure. is, Josh is floating around the Congratulations, hallways Congratulations, Josh. Yeah, Josh is floating around the hallways I do here. like Josh. See, that's what I'm talking about. Not all Chiefs fans. Josh is a great Chiefs He fan. walked in, and he has a Chiefs uh, hoodie on or something. I don't remember what it is, but he walked in. I said, loser. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. You have yeah. to put up with that. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, uh, can I answer? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Can I answer one question I got on Twitter here? Yes. Uh, from Kelly Walker, who listens every day in Florida. He says, uh, Toby, all year long I listened to the Chiefs with Mitch Holtis, but on Sunday all the streaming apps had the Westwood One coverage. What happened? This happens for the Super Bowl. This happens for NCAA basketball tournament. World Series. Um, virtually everything. So Westwood One goes around and buys up these big events the streaming rights from these big events and and you know blocks out everybody else so it's very unfortunate i hate it for our listeners who listen to us all year long we get to the ncaa tournament and they can't hear us anymore but i don't think it does it for bowl games i, I don't remember i don't i think bowl games we still are streaming out there but um certainly it was the case with the super bowl last night so that's the deal it's a the Super Bowl sells the streaming rights, and Westwood One buys it, and then they have exclusive streaming rights to the event. So, you've either got to find a bootleg audio source out there, 
or like TJ, uh, what is it, Periscope? You always steal yeah, stuff it's, off. Periscope. They're out of business though. No, Periscope. Oh, done. really? Yeah, I can't steal it anymore. Well, I don't recommend any of those law-breaking things. But um, anyway, that's the reason why. Okay, what else do we need to touch on before we get out of here today, TJ? Uh, this texter wants to know on the Air Comfort Solutions text line: Do we anticipate Oklahoma State hanging a banner for their turf? Why doesn't Arizona? Because that stadium keeps having problems. Why don't they just go AstroTurf? Are they just being stubborn about it? I guess they think it's cool because the stadium rolls the turf in and out, and that's one of the features, cool features of the stadium. But it's not working, and now this has been the biggest embarrassment at all. So they just got to go fake. You You can't go grass in Arizona. Come on now. There's a reason everybody's got yards with rocks and cactuses in them, right? That's right. Quit trying. Uh, the cowardly win made for an extremely boring finish for a really good game. Uh, this person says, um, didn't go the way the rest of the game was called, wishing the ref would have ate that flag there. You know, basically, kind of what we've talked about. You know, there weren't many penalties in that game at all. There weren't many flags thrown. So, for the most yeah. part, they had stood out of the way until crucial moment and they made yeah. the call so hey he tugged on his jersey he, he did i mean it. it was a penalty yeah i mean yeah. uh why didn't the philly players get closer to him and help in the end zone boneheaded play hmm. well i'm guessing they're talking Hope about the that I, I don't know because that, that call was made uh that was talking the about zone. the pass interference call uh, maybe maybe hmm. i don't know explain your text no, yeah, we're I'm not sure. Time, so. TJ, it's been an honor and a pleasure to hang out with you today. Oh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Great job by you. Great job by you. Thanks to you all, you fine folks, for listening out there. We'll do it again tomorrow. We'll try to be better. Have a great Monday, everybody.